everyone, welcome to Entertainment Brohaha, episode one of season one of this brand new entertainment podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sean. And we are brothers. So, this podcast is dedicated to something that we bonded a lot over. Different forms of entertainment. Movies, video games, music, uh, TV shows. These are all things that helped us grow closer as brothers, so we thought we would share that love with you. So, throughout the series, we are going to be discussing new and upcoming movies, music, TV shows, and all of the above. Uh, We're going to talk about things that we're nostalgic about. Uh, We're going to go back into a little bit of our sibling rivalry at times. Uh, All of those things and more are what's going to be coming at you in this series. With that being said, we're going to have our first chance for audience participation. Uh, In this series, there is a segment we are currently calling Throwing Back. The title makes me want to throwing up. Exactly. We aren't overly fond of this title. It's our throwback segment. It's our segment where we talk about uh, things that we are nostalgic about. But we want a better title, so we need your help. Uh, So go ahead and reach out to us. We are on Facebook if you search Entertainment Brohaha. We are on Twitter at TheBrohaha. Or you can visit our website, TheBrohaha.com. Uh, go ahead and leave your thoughts on what we should call this segment. And while Chris gets up to throw the dart, I will go ahead and explain what is going to happen in this segment. So, for each episode, we are going to throw a dart at the dartboard. Uh, the uh, dartboard has on it where the point values normally are, are a series of years that reach back to our youth and beyond. Um... So whatever year the dart lands on, that's what year we are going to discuss. We're going to come up with two movies, two songs, two games, and two TV shows. Then we're going to discuss and uh, see who has the better number one and uh, maybe uh, argue a little bit and uh, come up with a clear winner. So, Chris, go ahead and throw the dart. Ooh, good year. 1984. That is right in the middle of when I was born and when he was born, so this one could get interesting. Or ugly. Chris is not liking this option very much, probably because he wasn't born yet. Valid. But I guarantee there will be good options in there for you. Almost definitely. So, all right, moving on. We're going to go ahead and jump to our next segment and come back to this one to give us both a little bit of time to uh, come up with those uh, choices for the year 1984. And we'll come back later in this episode to let you know what we have chosen. Uh, For now, we're going to go ahead and move on to In The Now. That is our segment where we talk about things that are new and upcoming that we enjoy. uh, Movies, music, TV shows. Uh, We're going to go ahead and start off with movies. So there was a movie recently that is still actually doing really well in the box office uh, that I thoroughly enjoyed called It. Hmm, I liked it. Tim Curry and uh, uh, the one guy from the Waltons. Oh, yeah, John Boy. Yeah, John Boy. I don't know his real name. Nah. Anyways, um, that's not the one I'm talking about. There's a new one. That came out this year uh, in September. Oh. It's very, very good. Uh, You had the opportunity to see it, understandably so. You missed it. Uh, Hopefully you'll get a chance to see it sometime soon. Uh, Corey and I went and saw it. It was really good. We really enjoyed it. Um, A nice step up from the 1990 version. Oh. Um, Some good tie-ins from the book that they didn't use in the original uh, TV version. Um, and just overall, a really fun movie. Uh, not as many jump scares as I was expecting. More of a thriller, uh, coming of age. Uh, it was a really good melding of movies like The Goonies and Stand By Me, where you have kind of the friends coming together. Kind of like you see in uh, Stranger Things. 
Never seen it. Uh, we'll need to fix that, too. Yes. Bingewatching.com. Exactly. Yes. Um, another movie that is currently in theaters that I really enjoyed was Kingsman, The Golden Circle. The wife and I went for a date night uh, to go see this movie, her mostly because Channing Tatum is in it, me just because I really, really enjoyed the first one. Um, the first one had a great soundtrack, a lot of good action and humor, uh, kind of a comedic uh, James Bond movie of sorts. Hmm. Um, the second one brought in the American flavor. They met up with their American counterparts. Um, it was still a really fun movie, not quite as good as the first one, but a lot of fun, really good time. I highly recommend that you check it out. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Any uh, movies on your radar at the moment? Ah, oh, movies on my radar. I'm super stoked. I uh, just saw the brand new trailer for The Last Jedi. Yeah. Star Wars The Last Jedi. I will be hopefully seeing that on opening night or the day after. We'll have to make that happen. Yes. Yes, we will make that long drive to go see it in IMAX. Um, it'll be mm -hmm. great. It'll be absolutely yeah. awesome. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed everything that I've seen from... Watching all the trailers building up to this big, this big final one, mm. um, just super stoked. I uh, haven't seen really any Star Wars movies that have been terrible. True. Um, mm. I wasn't a fan of the Phantom Menace. Yeah. It wasn't the greatest no. thing I've ever seen. No. Um, there's a whole lot of conspiracies in the Star Wars realm uh, about the trilogy after the original, mm -hmm. um, saying that Jar Jar Binks could potentially be a Sith Lord, but that's a whole nother ball game yeah, for a whole other day. That's, that's some weird stuff I, I don't really bother. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So uh, other than that, um, I saw Baby Driver. I know oh. you kind of brought me onto that movie. It was really good. The mm -hmm. music was great. It played along perfectly with the uh, flow of the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of action, suspense, romance, all the fun jazz. And uh, other than that, I'm just kind of uh, preparing myself to see the next great thing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Baby Driver, that was probably currently my favorite movie of the year. I've seen some really good ones so far, um, but that one currently, hands down, I've seen it. Uh, let's see. It came out in the end of June. Uh, I've currently seen it six times That's already. That's depressing. I'm a little bit of a um, weirdo. I have a lot of free time on my hands, so uh, hmm. watch a lot of movies. <laughs> Evidently, I watch that movie a lot. Apparently. But like you said, the uh, the soundtrack and the way that it all flowed together is a really, really big reason why I love that movie so much. Um, they chose great songs and the way that everything syncs up uh, really makes it a, uh, a fun ride to, uh, no pun intended, but it's a, it's a great movie to watch, so definitely recommend that you check that one out also. Uh, that being said, speaking of uh, music and soundtracks, yes. uh, Chris, any music in the, mo in the moment that you're really enjoying? Um, recently, I've been into... Uh, I, I, the, the album came out a year ago, uh, in 2016, but I've been listening to the, the newest Good Charlotte album. Oh, I missed that one. Um, they took like a seven-year hiatus, apparently, to mm -hmm. make this entire album. It took them seven years, which okay. is fine and dandy. You mm -hmm. know, it's... I remember them being a lot uh, more of like an emo type band, uh, but yeah. this 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 uh, album is is not too terrible. It's it's got some good songs. Uh, there's one called Forty Ounce Dream" that every time I it, it clicks onto my shuffle at work, I'm mm -hmm. just like, oh oh, last night, uh, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> um, not much gets done when that song comes on. Um, yeah, so uh, it's just it's an all around great album. Uh, again, they they were kind of off the earth for about seven mm -hmm. or so years yeah, but I'm glad to much. see him I'm glad to see him back in the swing of things hopefully nice. uh, hopefully this kicks off a nice little tour for him and and more good music to come so now we're gonna go ahead and jump into TV shows um, two TV shows that I'm currently enjoying um, 
are both reboots, which I'm generally very skeptical of. Uh, not a big fan of reboots in general. There have been some that have been well done, um, but I always go into them, especially when they're properties that I love the original. Uh, I go into them with low expectations. Um, but two TV shows that have really surpassed those expectations, uh, first one being Lethal Weapon, which uh, I loved the original movie series. Um, The wife and I constantly get into arguments about whether Lethal Weapon or Die Hard is the better Christmas movie. Hmm. Um, I personally, obviously, am on the Lethal Weapon side. Um, But I went into this series thinking, it's going to be a really weak remake. Um, I'm worried about the dynamics between uh, Murtaugh and Riggs, which is really pivotal in the movies, the way that they interact with each other. Um, and the way that they are going to do Riggs's character overall, because he goes through a lot of stuff in the movies, um, especially in the first and second one. Uh, but they did a great job. They actually um, took the Riggs character uh, a little bit deeper, and I'm really enjoying what they did. But they did a great job overall of marrying the uh, original uh, plot points and bringing it and modernizing it and bringing some of their own thoughts into it. Um and making a really great series. I'm really enjoying it so far. It just started its second season. Nice. Uh, and another reboot that just started its second season is MacGyver. Mm. I know. I was This one I was even more skeptical no, of. I can't do um, it. I, I can't. I loved the original when I was a kid. Uh-huh. I um, was a big fan. I, I enjoyed um, science and those kinds of things when I was younger. Um, so that even more so made me really enjoy it. And so I saw the trailer for this one before it came out, and I just, there was no way I was going to do it. Yeah, no, I can't. Um, But then I, like, four or five episodes in, um, it popped up, and I ended up watching the first episode, and um, I was pleasantly surprised. It's Mm -hmm. definitely um, a change-up. They've they've changed a lot of the story. They've taken out a lot of the campiness. There is still a little bit of that campy flavor uh, so that the people who wanted to see the original are getting that part of it. Um, but they have they haven't made it serious, but they've made it a little more serious, um, a little more believable at times, um, and just a very, another fun series overall. Uh, pleasantly surprised in another reboot. Fantastic. Yeah. I just, I can't bring myself to see it. It's I wasn't into the original as much as you were. Right. Um, it's very cool that, you know, he, he was able to do so many things with a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Uh, and a Jeep Wrangler. But I just, I can't, for some reason, I I feel like there's not enough time in the day to catch up on, on old shows that are making, trying to make a comeback. So true. It's, um, you got to be picky. There's, there's a lot out there. Very true. Very true. Um, one of the things I spend a lot of my time watching re- uh, recently or since the beginning of its existence is This Is Us. Mm, great show. Um, it is. It's an absolutely great show with, with family and, again, comedy and, and drama because drama is TV, it feels like. Everything on TV is drama. There's a lot of drama. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's always a good watch. I highly recommend it to mm-hmm. anyone. I'm not going to give out any spoilers or anything. That's good. Uh, Yeah. So uh, definitely go check it out. All right. So we're going to move on to your segment. Yes. Undercover. I'm working on a a A theme song for your your music. For my music. Okay. So I'll have to just find some song that has undercover in it. So anyway, so undercover is pretty much a uh, 
I go out there and I look for songs that are remakes or reboots or covers, if Mm -hmm. you will, of old TV shows, old movies, just old songs in general. Um, And I picked one special song. (laughs) Today, shut it. I just got undercover because they're cover songs. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh Yeah. So I picked one song for today, just special for you. So take a listen. Okay. If you don't know what it is. I might come across the table, but here you go. Okay. Yeah. It's got a little stink to it. This is I a like gutsy it. take. Yeah. Yeah, for those of you who uh, who are unfamiliar, that is obviously the theme song to Back to the Future, mm-hmm. the movie. Um, Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd. I mean, just an all-around great cast. Yeah. Um, and if for some reason, and I don't know why they would ever want to, but they tried to do a remake of Back to the Future, I feel like that's a solid song, a solid version of the song, if they wanted to modernize it, I mm-hmm. guess. But thanks to Julio Cesar, who put that up on the YouTube, yeah, so I could check that out. That's a out. great cover. I'm, I'm enjoying that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So right. if you guys have any uh, any options, any thoughts as to what kind of cover songs you would like to hear or like us to listen to, to, to discuss on the show, please feel free to comment below or on all of our pages, because there's a lot of them. There are. We'll run through those again towards the end of the show. Yes. All right. For our next segment, we're going to jump into a little something called Trivial Rivalry. Uh, when we were younger, we went back and forth quite a bit, uh, throwing blows and throwing each other through walls, uh, a couple scars on our bodies from each other. That was pretty one-sided, Sean. Yeah, I've only always put you <laughs> through the walls, you're right. But you're the one who gave me the scars. That's legit. So, I feel like it evens out that there way. There you have it. Well, we're going to go for something a little more sophisticated and uh, have a rivalry through our knowledge base. Okie dokie. Um, the way this is going to work is that for each episode, the winner of the previous episode is going to get to select a trivia game. Uh, then we will go for the first to five points, or the best of five, depending on the game. <laughs> Um, and the way that it is laid out, uh, to determine a winner, and that winner will get to pick the next week's game, along with a few other enticing items that we will discuss later. Hmm. So, with that being said, we're going to play Trivial Pursuit this week. Trivial Pursuit. But in keeping with the fact that we are entertainment bro we can only ask the pink pop culture questions. Beautiful. So, I'm going to go ahead and give these cards a little shuffle. So that we know you have a card in your hand. <laughs> I do have a card in my hand. That card. Dang it. <laughs> I memorized the question and the answer. I'm going to make sure <laughs> that nobody gets that one. Oh, well, that's awful. That was horrible. Yeah, that was a good shakeup of things that didn't move. Okay, question number one. Go, Go ahead. for it. I'll go first. Okay. It's an easy question. Who battled with Knick Knack, 
Oddjob and Jaws. James Bond. That is a point for Chris. Hot diggity dog. That's compliments of Mickey Mouse Club, thanks to my two-year-old. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Which record label was not started by a rock band, Apple Records, Virgin, or Swan Song? Virgin. Yep. You got it. Yes. Bull crap. Just because you had their phones, you think you're all high and mighty. Yeah. Go ahead. While I'm young. What is both a type of apple and a member of the female gang led by Rizzo in Greece? Um, it's not Golden Crisp. No. Or Honeysuckle or whatever it is. I no. Uh, I'm going to go with Pinky. That is incorrect. The answer is Pink Lady. No. You were so close. <laughs> Pink Lady. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. No point. So, what do the characters Aurora, Belle, and Jasmine all have in common? They're Disney princesses. You read that card. No, I didn't. Because you said it like verbatim, word for word, of what was on that card. It's the only thing I could think of that they had in common. That's awful. Shame on you. Oh, here you go. This is right up your valley. I'm kind of surprised you missed the last one because you're such a musical guy. Yeah, hit me. In no. what musical does the cast sing about 525,600 minutes? <sighs> Rent. I'll say, don't how act like you, you don't know that. How you gonna pay? How you gonna pay? Life is red. I've seen it a lot. Yes, you have. According to the D-Light... In what bodily organ does Groove reside? Heart. <laughs> Bull crap. <laughs> what is it now? Three to, two, Three to two. I am winning. This is terrible. Uh, you should get this one. I hope so, because I'm starting to suck it up here. What is the name of the ship in the first Pirates of the Caribbean film? <laughs> is it the Black Pearl? That is correct. Yes! Hot dang. I'm so good at this now. Kate Moss became the face for which designer brand when she was 18? Was it Armani, Calvin Klein, or Ralph Lauren? I have no idea. I'm going to go with Calvin Klein. You just said that because it was on Marty McFly's underwear. Yes, I jerk. did, actually. <laughs> jerk. Yeah, jerk. Thank you, Marty McFly. What is it, four to three? Four to three. Oh. You have to get this one right, and I have to get it wrong. For a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Go ahead. This one's pretty easy, too. Yeah, so is this one. <laughs> U2's Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me was released on the soundtrack of what Batman film? Oh, that was the first Batman with Michael Keaton. Final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. Damn. Batman Forever. That one was so bougie, though. It doesn't even uh -huh. count as a Batman. I know. Fine. I'm not even going to ask you the next stupid question. But I want to know. No. You won. I like did always, win. always, you won. But I want to know if I had a perfect round. What rap artist makes a guest appearance on Katy Perry's California Girls? Oh, that I actually don't know, because... I've never... Maybe I have heard the song California Girls, but I... Uh, 
Who would be likely to appear with Katy Perry? Don't say R. Kelly. I wasn't going to say R. Kelly. He's not a rapper. That's right. Uh, Flo Rida. No, it was Snoop Dogg, also known at the time as Snoop, Snoop Lion. Lion. This next segment is Bros Recommend. In this segment, uh, we know that we aren't the only podcast or YouTube channel that you will enjoy. We don't want to be the only one. We just want you to enjoy us. But also, uh, we want to let you know which shows uh, we're watching. Uh, or on, listening to. Or listening to. Uh, what apps we're using, what games we're playing, um, so that you can uh, give these ones a shot for yourself and uh, see if you like them also. So for this week, we're going to talk about an app that I've been using quite a bit called Stardust. Uh, I'm not a huge social media guy. I never used Snapchat. Um, I use Facebook and Twitter, but not anywhere near as much as a lot of other people I know for you, for example. Um, but this app I've been using quite a bit. Um, this is a social media app for people who love movies and TV shows. A lot of people have been comparing it to Snapchat, calling it the Snapchat for movie and TV lovers. Oh, really? You can find it on iOS or Android if you just search for Stardust. Uh, once you download it and get your account set up, you can start leaving your 3 to 30 second reactions to movies, TV shows, trailers. It can be about classics you love. It can be upcoming movies you can't wait for. Um, anything in between. You can also find other people in there. See what their thoughts are. Leave a comment on their reactions. Or you can even tag them to respond to their reactions in your own videos. We'd love it if you guys jump in there. We want to know what you guys love. What you're not so crazy about. What you're really excited for. You can also follow us. I'm on there at SP Scott. Chris is just getting started in the app at cscott86. But that being said, we are also using this app to reach out to a movie expert. Uh, this expert is going to be giving us uh, segments called Flickin' Facts. Ooh. Uh, in these segments, we are going to learn little tidbits about movies, uh, get information about a movie that we may not know we wanted to know, or we may not even care, but it's still a fun fact to know anyways. Absolutely. That being said, let's go ahead and hear from our expert today. Widely known as the greatest Christmas movie of all time, it is less known that this was a major turning point for actor Bruce Willis, who was not the studio's first choice to play John McClane. First, they were obligated to offer the role to Mr. Frank Sinatra, who at the age of 73 determined he was too old to be crawling through air conditioner vents. Then it was offered to a laundry list of others including Sylvester Stallone, Harrison Ford, and MacGyver himself, Mr. Richard Dean Anderson. And it was then offered to comedy actor Bruce Willis. Yeah, I forget a lot of the time that uh, Bruce Willis was a comedy actor before he was an action star, uh, the action star that he's seen as now. Uh, with all the movies he does, there is comedy in those movies a lot of the time, but he's definitely seen as more of an action star. Um, but before that, he had a TV show called Moonlighting. I don't know if you remember, but that was definitely a comedy, not an action show. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of other things he dabbled in uh, in the comedy world. Um, so it was... It was kind of a cool little throwback to remember that um but also another fun fact about this movie is that it was alan rickman's first feature film oh nice uh professor snape yeah that's guy yeah um he was also uh sheriff of nottingham and robin hood prince of thieves mm -hmm. um he's had so many roles we just named two of his well professor snape is a great role sheriff of nottingham not as great of a movie uh he did great yeah but anyways, moving on. Um, 
so yes, every episode we will get a flickin' fact from the professor there, who is going to tell us all the things about movies that we didn't know we wanted to know. Boom. All right, it's time to jump into our throwing back segment. Now that we've had time to collect our thoughts and figure out what our favorites were from the year 1984. Now, these are not the top songs, TV shows, movies, video games from that year. These are ones that resonated with us, things that we're nostalgic about, um, that we have maybe have memories tied to. Um, so that being said, let's go ahead and just jump right in. Chris, what's your favorite song from 1984? One of my top two songs from 1984 is When Doves Cry by Prince. It's a great choice. It really is. Uh, I like it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. I, I'm a big Prince fan. That one, this year in general, was difficult for me to make choices on. Um, that one was in my list. I, I ended up not picking it. Uh, my first choice was Jump by Van Halen. Oh, good song. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of fun. Something you can use as a pump-up song if you need to. Something you can just play if you're you're kind of in a, a peppy mood. No, peppy. Peppy. Oh, peppy. Uh, how was your second choice? My second choice <laughs> was Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. Ooh. Love it because mm-hmm. I always do the Carlton dance every time I, I hear it. Yeah, that's fun. It just makes me laugh. How about you for TV shows? Uh, well, my second movie or my second oh, song yeah. choice. Sorry about that. That's go okay. right ahead. I'm jumping the gun. It's okay. My uh, second song choice is Sunglasses at Night. I wear my sunglasses. Uh-huh. Yeah, good song. Mostly because. I was never cool as a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm still not cool, but for some reason that song makes me feel cool. I'll tell you what, though, a lot of times when I was uh, out of college, because that's when I was 21, I right. wore my sunglasses at night because I couldn't stand to see the freaking nightlights. Well, there's that. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, so that being said, um, if you had to pick a top out of those two, which one would you pick? I would pick... Wake me up before you go, go. Over Doves Cry? Over Doves Cry. Sorry, Prince. Yeah. We love you, Prince. But again, this is not about the best song. This is about the song that resonates with us the Absolutely. most. Absolutely. Uh, for me, it would probably be Sunglasses at Night. There you have it. Uh, so a bracket down between those two, mm-hmm. I would probably have to say, because it reminds me so much of my fond times, I'm going to keep with, with mine. Wake me Wake up me before up. you go, go. You know, I... It's just kind of a fun song. I think I'm going to go ahead and concede. Also because I was never cool enough for sunglasses I'm going to add that to my points from earlier today. You still lose. Dang it. All right, so, so how about TV shows TV for you? shows. My first choice yeah. is Magnum P.I. Oh, very good. Uh-huh. With, uh, what's his face? Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Mustache. Yeah, I call mustache. him Mustache. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you had the 80s mustache. You had the Ferrari. You had the Hawaii. Hawaii shirts. Yeah. Well, he was in Hawaii, too. Um, it was just a fun show, P.I. show, uh, obviously. Private Investigator. Uh, correct. Um, I just enjoyed shows like that from that era, and I, for me, that was kind of the pinnacle of those uh, investigator detective shows that that existed in that time frame. Very nice, very nice. How about you? My first choice, I went a little humble. Mm-hmm. I went a little family oriented. Okay. I went with the Cosby Show. Ooh, that's a, that was in my. I love the Cosbys. Mm-hmm. They're a fun family, and they've gone through so much, and done so many cool things. Mm-hmm. That show, I still will rewatch that show. Um, it still holds, like, obviously some of the stuff is a little bit dated, the technology and things like that, but the overall themes of the show mm-hmm. um, are not. And it's just, a, it's a fun show, it's a great show that um, you can really still turn back to to this day. And it's super cheap on Amazon. That And it's on Hulu also. For the whole series, you can get it for, like, super duper dirt cheap. Uh, it's free on Hulu. 
Oh, well, there you have it. I like yeah. Hulu. Uh-huh. Uh, second, or your choice. My second choice uh, was Voltron. Oh, Voltron, mm-hmm. Defender of the Universe. This was one of my favorite cartoons, period, when I was yep. a kid. Um, I, I always loved it. I still, I've rewatched it recently. Um, had the toys when I was a kid, thanks to our neighbors giving them to mm-hmm. us because they had copies of them. Oh, all that of them. That was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just uh, it was the precursor to Power Rangers. In my opinion, I still say it's better than Power Rangers. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I know that stings a little bit for you, as much of a Power Rangers fan as you are. Yeah. But Voltron was where it was at for me. I, I'd have to agree. Voltron was a very strong pick. Mm-hmm. Well played. I've always told myself, if when we go to C2E2, uh, the first cosplay I want to do is a Voltron I would be all member. for that. Yes. I've always considered myself kind of a hunky guy. Yeah, I, I, and you're wearing orange. There it is. There See, you go. See, it's destiny. Destiny. Back to Back to the Future. Uh-huh. Uh, my second choice was Night Court. Ooh, that was a funny one. Very, very funny show. Um, but the reason I picked it was because uh, a lot of times I would actually stay up and wait for, wait for Dad to get home, mm-hmm. and we would just sit down, chill out, and watch some Night Court. Mm, so it was I do always, remember. Yeah, it was, it was a great time. Um and it was just one of those cool bonding moments. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so number one pick from those two? Uh, Night Court. Night Court? Voltron for me. Okay. Oh, that's a toughie. I know. That's a t- I'm going to go with, mm, sorry, Dad, Voltron. Yeah, I, yeah. I would agree. I, I love Night Court, and I have some similar memories with Dad from Night Court. But, uh, yeah, Voltron is... Uh, it's where it's at, it's where man. It's at. I'm that's, a big fan. That's, that's absolutely correct. All right, video games. Video games. My first one was Excite Bike. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, it very was good. That was the fourth video game I've ever played in my life. The okay. The fourth. The fourth. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed it. Uh, any memories specific from it, or just enjoyed the game? I always crashed, and it always annoyed mm-hmm. me that every time you crashed, they like brought you down to the bottom of the screen. Oh yeah. And then. Mm-hmm. Back up. I always would make my own track, and uh, I would just make it nothing but the jump ramps. Nice. And you, it was impossible to get a good time on it because of how much you slow down whenever you do the jumps, Absolutely. but it was just a lot of fun. Absolutely. What about for you? Uh, my first choice uh, was Punch-Out. Ooh, that's a good game. Punch you actually, out. didn't you dress up as the uh, Mikey I, or whatever? Little Mac. Yeah, Little Mac. Yeah, I was Little Mac once for a uh, Halloween. Um, that was a lot of fun. Maybe we'll throw that up on our Facebook page. Hmm. Um, but this is probably one of, if not my all-time favorite video game. That's fair. Uh, it's just uh, it's replayable. I still play it to this day. Um, just a really fun game. Uh, and then you go a couple years later and you make it Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah. Uh, replace Mr. Sandman with Mike Tyson. Yeah. And um, definitely bite your ear off. That's true. And we gotta, gotta watch out for that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So all-time favorite video game. Uh, what's your number two? My number two was actually the number two game I ever played in my life, uh-huh. Duck Hunt. Ooh. Because back in the day, I was the kid that put the gun up to the screen and was trying to shoot everything. You were the cheater. And the stupid dog was still like, ooh. <laughs> Dang, dog. <laughs> stupid dog. There was a game made for phones a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. The entire game was you shooting the dog instead of the ducks. Well, that's just terrible. It was just the vindictive point for those people who hated that dog growing up. Huh. So, uh, my number two was 1942. 
The airplane game. The airplane game. Yeah. I was, I'm still a big fan of the games where you got the overhead view of the plane and you're just going left to right and shooting. Um, those are fun games that I can play over and over again. Absolutely. Um, it's that not hard style to win. of game. And that was the first one I played in that style. Yeah, so. it's, not, it's not hard to win when you just hold down the fire button and you just go back and forth. Oh, it can be. Yeah, I know. I died a lot. Yeah. But anyway, so okay, so your number one pick from your from your choices? Duck Hunt. Punch Out. Mm. I'm probably not going to bend on Punch Out because it's my favorite game of all time. Well, I still say Duck Hunt. Over Punch Out? No. Okay. No. I so we'll go Punch out. out number one, Duck Hunt number two. Yes. We won't yes. worry about three and four. I don't worry about those. Okay, so movies. Yeah. Uh, my first movie I picked was The Never Ending Story. Ooh, that's a great choice. It was a great choice. Um, it was just really cool with Falcor, the big mm-hmm. flying dog thing with all the weird bumps on his skin. Right. Um, the most traumatic part of the, the movie I always remembered was, you know, just the kids screaming, Oh, Trey! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there were some other very traumatic moments in there. Uh, I won't give any spoilers, but just be warned. I highly recommend you watch this movie, but if you're watching it with your kids, be warned. There might be some moments that they uh, might get traumatized a little bit. Uh, my first pick was Beverly Hills Cop. Ooh, Beverly Hills Cop was uh-huh. a good one. That was kind of Eddie Murphy in his prime. He put out a lot of good movies in this time frame. Uh, and that year, he put out Beverly Hills Cop, which I'm a big fan of. I've rewatched that movie tons of times. I still watch it all the time. Um, just a lot of fun. Nice. What's your next pick? Karate Kid with Daniel San and Mr. Uh-huh. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, the whole sweep the leg, mm-hmm. uh, crane kick, all that fun stuff. Oh, that's a good one. That's Heck a good yeah. choice. Brings me back to my youth. Mm-hmm. My uh, number or my other pick was um, the Last Starfighter. Mm. Uh, great movie. Um, it was ahead of its time. It kind of helped to pioneer CGI. There were a couple of other movies that did big CGI things before it, mm-hmm. um, but it developed its own software for CGI um, and did a lot of things that, like I said, were ahead of its time. Um, and I also just have a really fun memory of what the first time I watched this movie. Um, it was recommended to me because my cousin and I were playing Star Fox, and the other cousin came in and said, hey, this looks a lot like The Last Starfighter. So I was like, what's that? And he explained it to me, and I was like, oh, that sounds amazing. Went home, ran a Morris Video Classics, rented it, and watched it probably four times that weekend. Nice. So um, that would be my number one. Uh, what are you thinking uh, is your number one overall for your picks? I would have to say Karate Kid. Mm, yeah, Karate Kid versus Last Starfighter. Mm, um, I'm sticking firm on Karate Kid. I'm going to go ahead and concede Karate Kid only because, for me, Last Starfighter is number one uh, on these four picks. But I can also understand how Karate Kid is more of a universal uh, first pick, so I will concede Karate Kid for that one. Perfect. That All right. is getting added to the point tally. Uh, but that would be two and two for us, therefore it's still a tie there, and you still lose. Well, that's awful. Which brings me back to our next audience participation segment. Because Christopher lost in the trivial rivalry, we need you to let us know what he has to do because he lost. Now, please keep this PG. We'd like to keep the E off of our episodes, not make them explicit. But uh, come up with some kind of a uh, prank or a uh, some kind of a physical challenge that he might have to do since he lost. If I lose in the future, the same thing will happen to me. But the other thing that happens because I won Trivial Rivalry is I get to throw the dart to determine the next episode's year. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and throw that dart real quick. Don't Chris, you me. might want to duck. Uh, yup. So while Sean is doing this, I'm just going to say thank you all uh, for watching. 
Uh, we really appreciate it. Probably a little rough for a first episode, but hey, it's our first episode. And we got a lot more to come. So uh, I'm going to move my head because Sean's looking like he's about to throw this daggone thing. Ow. Oh. Ow. So we're looking at uh, the, year? the year 2000. Oh, I got some stuff for this. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again so much for following us, listening to us, watching us. Please remember to put your comments below. Sean, it's always a pleasure. Always fun to hang out with you. Yeah. And uh, until then, we'll see you guys later. Later.